Radio. My name is Trevor Strunk, and I'm here with Sam Sheehan, which could only mean one thing. We're starting the third Danganronpa game. Um, so back. We're, so, we're back. so back. I can't believe we're going to make it through all three games. This, No one could have foreseen this uh, when we started. I, I certainly didn't. I certainly <laughs> didn't push for it, and I certainly didn't harass Trevor and Delay. We're, we're going to do V3, right? We're going to do V3. The, the haters said you won't even get through V1. Well, here we are at V3. Um, <laughs> haters told me it's not called V1, but it's. <laughs> I uh, I did I did feel a little shamed by V3 when it when it started out, and like one of the things that it had was. Um, like it was like you know Danganronpa one, like the ultimate killing game. And then there's two, and you're on the island. And then it was like, and the anime which you watched. I was like, oh gosh, I didn't watch that. Yeah, I didn't. Well, it's like why they call it V three because like Danganronpa three was like technically the anime, but it's like, it's like, don't worry. It's who is watching enough. the whole? I mean, it just I love the mixed media thing. I also think it's crazy to be like yeah we made three video games but actually there's a fourth and it's an anime yeah well no one's gonna watch it (laughs) and you've got to share i will say like it it kind of it kind of makes more sense when you like finished v3 there is like some so let's just say kaz has a plan for me like you know kaz has a plan for all of us (laughs) he he (laughs) He would never let us down he loves us so much um yeah no this was this is like I was saying to you, like, there's never been a game that I've I've played out of this series where he's so clearly just like in his bag to begin with. Like, there's no, mm-hmm. you know, it, this does have the run up. There is the it, this is only a problem for me because I'm playing the back to back to back. But like, mm-hmm. there is the origin story problem where it's like mm-hmm. we got to find out how Spider Man became Spider Man again. Um, right. With like, okay, we got to figure out what trials are. We have to see everyone's reaction to the trial and that they're in the killing game and all. Right. I think the prologue though does like a decent job of kind of messing with that, where mm-hmm. like you get the weird um, double prologue. Yeah, the first one where start. the mono kids mess up. <laughs> yeah, you get a, you get a false start, which is like very uh, like interesting uh, of a a game, and everyone's kind of dressed differently, and yeah, because they're uh, not dressed like ultimates, which is like a great. Yeah. A great commentary on like why does everyone look like a freak in these games? Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe there's another explanation. Yeah, there is. Uh, V three is like very interesting. I I I always say when I'm when I'm explaining like Danganronpa, I always say that like Danganronpa one is like classical, like Danganronpa two is like uh, modernist, and then like V three is like the postmodern one. Like, like, yeah. like it, it, yeah. there is like there is like a slow escalation to these games. Uh, by the way, folks, we're talking about V three. I think today we're going to get through chapter one. Um, yeah, heavy spoilers for that. We're probably going <laughs> to spoil. You gotta two you really gotta play it first. Yeah, I would say one one and one and two are Danganronpa's the entirety of Danganronpa one and two. Um I really don't like to spoil those games for people. So just you know, if you <laughs> came to this on accident, like oh, a new game that they're listening to, do, do, no, <laughs> not this sequel. one. <laughs> yeah, you want you wanna back out, go play Danganronpa two and three. They're, they're one and two. They're not that long. They're really not that long. You can always like, just listen hours. to the podcast too, if you're like if you're right. truly like just like I don't want to play these games, I I live with people who see if they see I'm like interested in anime, they'll call me a pervert. Just like listen yeah. to the yeah. listen to the podcast. You got we, we got you there. You can be like, you know, kind of much like how um, you know, sort of prisoners, you know, would kind of huddle in the Pacific theater. There was no evac and they would huddle around the radio. 
um, that we could be your um, your lifeline. Yeah, we're the BBC there. basically for, exactly. for all of you out there. Yeah, yeah, with the the, uh, the American Services Network, you can hear Dragnet on us. Yeah, um, well, Radio Free America. I yeah, that's that right. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of kind of both. We we, we do a little bit. We we, we we kind of go both ways. I mean, I'm really excited about this one because as I've told Trevor, and this is going to sound insane to people who have played this game and people who are aware, this is literally my favorite video game of all time. Um, and this is someone as is as someone who has played, uh, you know, uh, not, I'm not a lightweight gamer. I've played, <laughs> You've played hundreds, some games. I've played some games. I've played hundreds and hundreds of games. And, you know, a lot of my other favorites are up there with, you know, other very critically, you know, acclaimed ones, you know, your automata, um, Witcher three, you know, all of these, you know, the, the usual suspects, so to speak. But this, this one, most of the uh, hyperdimension Neptunia games, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. uh, big, big Neptunia some, head. Some of the, some of the dailies in Genshin Impact, I think, really, uh, really spread <laughs> out. Stopping over his daily. Yeah. Oh no! <laughs> I love I love learning about language when I when I go to uh, do my Genshin dailies. I like I like making sure a balloon gets to point A to point B. That's exactly. like. <laughs> you know, uh, that's what i that's what i live for um no it's it's interesting because like it mm-hmm. you know i know this game is is divisive and mm-hmm. i didn't expect chapter one to be one of the reasons that it's divisive you played that very close to the vest and i and i'm, I'm proud of you uh, for, <laughs> for being able to do that of yeah. course the first character I, I thought was cool was the was like the the one who was killed and then the other character I thought was cool is the protagonist who will get there has a as as the as, uh, the, the game taunts you with this is called a very special first trial, mm-hmm. um, which is very funny. Uh, it is very special though. It's different than anything we've seen so far, uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but I, I I think it's like just to like b- before we get into it because like I think this mm-hmm. is going to come up a lot. I really think that there's a there's a neat quality to this where. Kaz is playing with audience expectations mm. very, very openly. Um, like, like we, we mentioned, we mentioned the sort of like false prologue and how like what's funny about it is like you get to the whole reveal of the basically the mono, mono cubs who are the the monokuma children mm-hmm. and uh, and they they show up and then all of a sudden they realize they messed up and everyone has to be put back to sleep. And then you get the prologue again, but everyone has the exact same lines, which is really great. Like it's, there's yeah. no, it, it truly is just like messing with you from the get go. But I think like in trying to mess with the audience, there's a lot of stuff in here that if you're coming, I always think about when people were, were pulling to bring back Genshin Impact, when people were pulling Zhao for the first time in Genshin Impact, the, the wind mm. demon wind guy. guy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw people on Twitter saying like it's really unfair what Mihoyo is doing with the polls because Zhao is some people's comfort character. Um, so true. And- <laughs> That's so true, Bestie. My 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 comfort character is whoever is the best at damage at any given yeah. time. <laughs> whoever uh, is in the double S tier on the various yeah. sites that tell me who's good. Bronya uh, uh, is my comfort character, so I need uh, <laughs> idol on six Bronya, please, or this is simply will not work. It's gonna it's gonna be a real problem if Sam can't get uh, Sam can't get Bronya to max. Um, I'm, I'm if if you do not uh, drop all of the uh, energy 
energy regen rope that I want for her. Like this is honestly, um, it's it's sus and it's sad, and uh, quite frankly, you're problematic if you um, stop me from getting this. I don't know. I agree, Miho. You're on blast. Um, but yeah, I think like I think like the Danganronpa is probably a lot of people's like comfort game in some ways. Mm-hmm. Like, especially if thinking about it in terms of um, 777 or, or games like that, where, like, there's a there's a format, there's mm-hmm. a sort of, like, expectation. You know where the emotional beats are going to happen, right? More or less. Right. There are surprises. Right. But, like, it's a game where you can kind of unpack it in a fairly, not predictable, but expected way. Uh, like, yeah. I, and this game, from the get-go, is, like, not interested in doing that. Um, whereas, I mean, Danganronpa 2 is very different than Danganronpa 1, but it's different in the way that it was like, it needed to figure out a way to have a sequel to a game that shouldn't have a sequel. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I think that, well, and I, I think that that was a game where Kaz was very aware of what the expectations would be. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, yeah. that's what I think he's, what I think he's like very fascinating to me about him is like, he's almost like the, uh, the, the, no pun intended, but he's almost like the liquid snake to like uh, Hideo Kojima's solid snake where like Hideo Kojima has like does not care about audience expectations whatsoever or what no. the audience wants out of him. He is just going to uh, say, oh, this is um, like here's 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 some churches songs and here's my friend Norman Reedus walking a, a, a box across the thing. <laughs> oh, you wanted a tactical shooter too fucking bad. This is what I made a movie doing. out of this. Now we're making this a movie. What, yeah. <laughs> This is so I could hang out with Leah Sadu and, and like put her in the game. Like uh, I'm hanging out with Hunter Schaefer now. Just someone forty years younger than me. This is just uh, I just like, all my friends are here. That's Kaz. On the other hand, is like extremely aware of the audience to like yep. a like. Um, which is something that I think usually impacts an artist negatively, but like mm, yeah. to, to, for Kaz, I think it's very different because he's someone who understands what the audience wants. And he's really good at not just subverting audience expectations, but, but subverting what he's done in the past in really interesting ways, you know, like yeah. ways that genuinely surprise you. Yeah, it's almost like I mean the 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 thing it kind of reminds me of, and, and the the surprising part is is a little different because um, uh, like usually this this there's much more predictable elements of what I'm going to say, but like it reminds me in some ways, and I'm not a huge fan, so I'm going to probably get this wrong, but like it reminds me of the way that pro wrestling works in some ways, where you understand the audience and you know right. what they want, what they don't want. And how to kind of give them both to sort of like increase the ecstasy and the agony, right? Yeah. Um, but on the other hand, it's sort of like it's more like the <clears throat> the pro wrestling of Suda's. Um, uh, 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 what am I? Why am I forgetting? A fire pro game where at the end the right. wrestler kills himself. Like it's it's just like it's such a it's such like a weird balance of like it's not giving you what you want and taking away things in order to keep you in a state of tension. It's taking away things in order to make you realize that like those things aren't guaranteed and make you uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I, I think that I, I think what's interesting about Kaz, cause you sort of, you think about like, um, 
Danganronpa 1, and, and I think about how you kind of come into Danganronpa 1 with the expectation of, like, the cameras everywhere kind of set this expectation where it's like, okay, this is Hunger Games. This is, right. like, you know, like, something like that. And then, you know, he kind of flips it on you at the end by being like, okay, well, actually, it's way worse than that. Everyone's <laughs> fucking dead. And it's just like you're on a TV show designed to, like, make the survivors of Earth <laughs> want to kill themselves it's truman show hunger games yeah yeah yeah, exactly it's like a truman show of the apocalypse is basically what's going on (laughs) right and 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 so then it's like okay well what could be worse than that and you know he goes out of this way you know like first of all he kind of fucks with you in two because you're like not really sure what's going on or if it's even connected to one for like most of the game and he makes does a good job of like keeping that kind of like tenuous and fluid but then at the end of the game it's kind of revealed that it is you know yourselves you you have been the bad guys the whole time kind of raging against like this rehab program and you've kind of just been listening to the you know this devil on your shoulder that is telling you to you know turn evil and you have to become good with the help of of course the gamer waifu girlfriend that's not real you know so a perfect (laughs) as we talked about in that episode a perfect um mirror to every young man's life (laughs) (laughs) yeah this this is this is uh she doesn't want you to be on 8chan anymore guys like yeah exactly (laughs) she wants you to grow up it's it's okay the game your gamer girlfriend wants you to get a tie Um, are you posting green text again (laughs) (laughs) that's not very nice (laughs) oh Well, yeah. I say Nagito, Nagito posting green text. Nagito would absolutely post green. Nagito runs the green text anonymous account on Twitter. Yeah, um, absolutely, absolutely, yeah, 100%. But like, yeah, it's, it's, I think like what's, what's interesting about three and the way it starts, and I'll, I'll hint at the sort of, we're, we're probably just going to have to like get there fairly quickly because like the twist is really the main thing in, in, right. in the first, in the first act. Um, I think the twist is is really interesting. It makes you, I will say that, and I said this to you before. Like the twist makes you feel actively bad. Like yes. like you hear about like feel good movies or whatever. This is a feel bad movie. Like this yeah. this makes you feel horrible. And like not in the way that like you know that th- there's some art that's like intentionally boring or or like harsh noise is intentionally loud and abrasive in order this is like this is like sort of an, an emotional sabotage like it's it, it sets right. you up to feel just like negative emotions um which yeah. like when you told me a lot of people quit after this trial i get it on a certain yeah. level it, it, it's, it's not it's not nice it's not making me feel like i feel when i when i beat a game and i'm like oh yeah now now they're rewarding me for being the savior to the world uh, or for just being useful um mm-hmm. But yeah, the uh, I do think it's interesting because the the twist in this one is really just like a a furthering of the twisted two, right? Where like right you realize like oh, all these people that I like and think are really great are actually all the ultimate despair and they're horrible. Um, yeah. And like we all killed a bunch of people and like you know cannibalized our families or whatever. And it's like yeah, that's that's what you did. And you have to do, you have to live with that, and that's the whole point of the game. That this chapter really is like an intensification of that or a continuance of that. And it feels so much worse. And I, I, I yeah. think that that balance is really interesting. And I think what, what happens here, I mean, we'll just say that, you know, the, the reveal here being that Kaede is the killer and you right. have so Kaede Kaede. is your new, yeah. You start yeah, off with Kaede, Kaede basically being the new Hajime or uh, Makoto. 
Mm-hmm. Um, she's like, she's like your character. You, you see the game through her. It's pretty cool. It's a girl. It's, it's, it's fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then you find out, uh, her friend, the detective Shuichi is actually going to be your, your, your guy. Uh, yeah, you're, and you're Kaede is the, is the, is the, is the killer. Well, and, and, you know, they, they set it up, you know, cause, cause Kaz will also do these pairings. Like, you know, it's pretty clear early on that Makoto and, and Kyoko were supposed to go together. It's pretty clear uh-huh. that Kyoko, um, it's pretty clear that, um, uh, you know, Chiaki and Hajime, Hajime. Are, sp- are supposed to be like kind of paired together, um, you know, as are Nagito and Hajime. And it's very clear that Suichi and Kaede are supposed to be a pair. But the thing is, you know, with protagonists, the first thing we learn is plot armor. So, mm-hmm. and, you know, there's all sorts of things. Kaz goes out of his way to write not one, but two social links for every single fucking character in the game. So no matter who you picked, you know, it wouldn't, you know, it just seems normal, you know. Like so, there's, so there's, there's these so funny, yeah. These links for Kaede that like you don't normally have like in the in the other games for her like talking to everyone and there's no and so you just kind of assume you spend the whole thing worried about Suichi or that's how I felt. It, no, me too. I thought yeah. I thought it was going to be so. I thought it yeah. was the way I was thinking about it was like okay, so we first get Makoto and Sayaka. And you're like, okay, Sayaka is my girl Friday. We're gonna like, we're gonna get through this. Right. And then Sayaka is killed. And you're like, oh no, this is like the worst. Then you find out Sayaka wants to kill you, and that introduces you into the logic of the game. It's yeah. like, okay, fine. And then you have Kyoko, and it's it's fairly normative from there on uh, yeah. in terms of like relationship expectations. Then, right. then in two, you know, w- w- you get Nagito and um, Chiaki early on, and Nagito obviously flips it completely. And then Shiaki ends up being sort of a, a ghost in the machine. And so, like, that's that's all quite strange. You don't quite get the detective character. We talked about that in the last one. Like, Nagito is kind of the detective character, and he is so much, so so broken and weird that, like, it doesn't quite add up. And Shiaki kind of is, too. So I thought in this one, I was like, yeah, okay, so we're getting a, we're getting gender-swapped um, Makoto and Kyoko. Yeah. Um, I think the twist in this will be that um, that uh, Suichi is the killer. I yeah. definitely had a, oh, Suichi might be the killer in this one in the back of my mind, especially when they introduce the crime and it's like, well, no one could have done the crime. Um, it really feels like a stumper and you're just like, well, maybe Suichi did it. And you start worrying about that. Well, yeah, because it, it like becomes clear over the course of the trial that no one could have done it except for like, like you as the hero were like in the locations that the killer would need to be in. And you were there with Shuichi a lot of the time. And he, you know, you weren't always together, but you were there a lot of the time. And then he sort of clams up halfway through the trial and starts acting really weird, which is generally a flag for like (laughs) the killer in in these, in these, in these games. And and they, they have like, they, I I liked the way they sort of, they, they let out, there were a couple of things in here that that paid off later. Uh, the one with Suichi being like, you know, Kaede's like, well, why do you always... So Kaede's the ultimate pianist. Suichi is the ultimate detective. And she's like, oh, that's cool being the ultimate detective. And he goes, actually, it sucks. Like, I'm no good. I solved this case by accident, and it was, it was awful. Um, mm-hmm. He's like, it was a murder case, and I solved it. And it turned out like it was a very justifiable murder, and uh, everyone was mad at me. And so now I hate the truth. 
Yes. Um, and Coyote is just like, you should really not just hate the truth. That's insane. Uh, have, a, <laughs> have a path for yourself. Um, yeah. And then also, I mean, that, that's also the way that she introduces like, oh, I just love Rube Goldberg machines. And both being like super important little, <laughs> little tidbits. Yeah. Yeah. But like also the Rube Goldberg machine being like, okay, yeah, it's just like, it's just like how, you know, Hajime says like he doesn't have interests or something. It's just, it's, it's, right. it's my, it's my sort of like, girl mode uh, attack yeah. yeah protagonist yeah. being being all kind of like oh my 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 one my one interest gf here uh yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly it's 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 very and i guess the thing is like coyote is like so charming and you are so like looking forward to like having like a you know kind of a, a normal hero who has a like real definable like skill you you know because you don't really have that in the first two games like even though makoto is supposedly the lucky student you you spend the whole game thinking that's not a real talent until like you look back on the game and there's a bunch of instances where he should have died incredible luck yeah yeah so and it's like okay well and then you you spend the whole game thinking you know hajime just doesn't have talent and it you know he doesn't but he's also the most talented person yeah he's like god like in the real world essentially but he's you know been reverted to this like weak you know version of himself before he like attains enlightenment and so you have kaede who's like fairly normal and it's like okay this is like fun like everything's set it up at the beginning where she's like oh i don't know where i am i'm just a normal teenage girl right and then that's the bus the botched prologue and they wake up and she's like oh that's right i'm the ultimate pianist and it's like what's a it's a surprisingly normal talent. Yeah, exactly. Well, this, that's what's like, so funny because I was like, "Oh man, I, I'm really excited to see like her be like the ultimate pianist." I, I also do kind of want to run through some of the the cast real quick. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's, let's let's hit it because like there's some yeah. there's some good ones. Uh, not just Rentaro, who is the ultimate. He doesn't know. Um, yeah. And it is just like a, a handsome bad boy. Um, That's the the thing you the things you always you have you always have the guy who doesn't remember what his talent is. <laughs> the Kyoko Rentaro Hajime. Uh, I don't know what my talent is. Thing I forgot the Kyoko forgot what her talent was for like half that game. That's funny. Mm-hmm. That's like it's so unimportant. <laughs> Take it up Yeah. Well, it's, it's 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 funny because now there is an ultimate detail. There's like a repeat, you know. We've yeah. got our first repeat ultimate, you know, where it's Shuichi is now the ultimate detective. Um, they actually have a really funny that video game that I was telling you about before. Because at the end of this game, they have like a fun little what if side non-canon thing where like they're all hanging out at school together in hope's peak and there's like a fun one with like kyoko and suichi and she's like coaching him on how to like be a detective and be like the ultimate detective it's very it's very cute that's cool and i like that and I, I think if i remember correctly makoto comes in and is like i'm kind of a detective too and they're like oh honey well <laughs> <laughs> the big kids play oh i'm something of a detective myself myself yeah, exactly exactly no you can't do this <laughs> There's um, some really good people. We have the ultimate entomologist, uh, Gonta Gokuhara. One, I love Gonta. Gonta is one of my favorite guys. We have uh, Kibo, the ultimate robot, which is very funny. <laughs> they just have a robot. Um, there's there's a lot of uh, very interesting ones. Kukichi, the ultimate uh, boss of uh, being a villainous organization. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be honest right now. 
So Kokichi is my favorite character. In all <laughs> I love really? him so much. I love him so much. He's such a little demon. He's so he's yeah. so mean. He's I so did evil. I I didn't like him all that much until the end of this trial, where like there was a there was a part where uh, he was just being so catty. And I was like, oh, I, I kind of like this. Like, I kind of like there's a little catty, little uh, gay-coded villain guy in here. <laughs> like, he, he's very, very catty. He's one of some of the like the best dialogue in the game is him just fucking bullying Mew. Is like awesome. He, Me, he yeah, literally the ultimate, he, the ultimate uh, inventor. Yes, the ultimate inventor. He calls her. He calls her a cum dumpster at one point. Oh God! An incredible like trans. Whoever localized that, like, thank you for thank you for doing this. I like I like how mean they all are to each other. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. you has some some slams too. I'm like, this is really strange. I, I also Kaede after Mew uh, just makes fun of her breasts for like the whole game. Uh, says that. Uh, She's glad she has hers instead of Mew's udders, which I was like, Jesus, this is like insanely brutal. Yeah, they're they're all being really mean to each other. Yeah. You have have, uh, Ryoma, who is, uh, it's basically a Prince of Tennis joke. Ryoma rocks. I love Ryoma. He's my favorite. He's he's uh is what is he the ultimate prisoner is that his official title or is I think he's, the ultimate, I think, the ultimate, is he the ultimate prisoner I thought he was still the ultimate tennis, tennis star. star yeah he's yeah, but, he's he's clearly he's like in a jail jumpsuit but he's also like a tennis guy also which is always like smoking like a cigarillo yeah but he's and also he sounds like, a, like this he has a yeah. very low voice <laughs> the little kid by the way uh the incredible voice acting um on that one. You've oh got, yeah, um, no, just hey, no notes on the acting of 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 uh, of, of his character. Like yeah. Ryoma sounds exactly how Ryoma needs to sound at all times, which is oh. extremely unlike what he looks like. <laughs> yeah, yes. Um, we have Tenko, who's the ultimate um, uh, judo, something like that. It's like yeah, uh, Aikido. Aikido. She's the ultimate Aikido. Aikido. Yeah. Uh, you have Maki, who's the ultimate child care provider. Um, there's Tenko Kuri. also hates men a lot. Yeah, yeah. Tenko is yeah. Tenko is uh, the the misandrist of the group. Um, Himiko is the ultimate uh, magician or witch. I forget how they say that. Yeah, they say uh, magician, but she wants yeah. to say mage. Yes, um, she tries to. <laughs> she tries to constantly make that clear. Like. I, I think I think they're sp- they're supposed to be doing like a, a a magic girl thing there too, like in the oh, okay. translation maybe. But I'm I'm like I'm not totally sure. You have, uh, Tango is very convinced that she's magic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, their relationship is very funny. Um, there's Karumi, the ultimate maid, um, who looks exactly like I don't I don't know how familiar you are with uh, uh, Honkai Impact, but. Um, uh-huh. She looks exactly like I'm gonna send you. Um, she looks exactly like this uh, character from Honkai Impact named Rita, who is a maid. And I, I don't know. I, I listen. I don't want to say that Kaz is playing the same games I am, but it's probably uh, a pretty it, good. It could. It could. It be. literally looks just like her. I googled it. It's uh, yeah, 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 Rita. Like, like I was. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, it's, it's Rita. <laughs> Like they even have the same haircut over the eye and stuff. Yeah, no, um, he, he clearly no. He's like reference. He this is the most referential fucking game of all time. Like Rioma is literally a prince of tennis. Like, <laughs> yeah. Joke. And then Kaito, um, 
but is uh, also like a, a giant reference, which we'll get to later. But he's the ultimate star. Um, mm. He's the ultimate. Kinda seems like guy. a version of uh, of of your your boy from uh, from the first game. Um, the uh, uh, the the ultimate leader. Um, Taka. Yeah, Taka. Yeah, the ultimate moral compass. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. sort of seems like a, a reference to him in a certain way or self-reference. Yeah, he is. He's like more of like a dude than like Taco is like kind of like a stick up his ass, like, uh, you know, like uh, a <laughs> yeah. good boy. But um, he's um, but he, he's we'll get to Kaito a little bit more later on, too. But he's, he's an interesting dude. Like, he he yeah. he punches Suichi in the face. Uh, yes. Wild. <laughs> everyone's like don't do that (laughs) everyone's like please don't do that and he's like well i'm gonna do it anyway so here we go um we have got correcchio who's the ultimate anthropologist we have yeah yeah he's great who's the ultimate cosplayer and yeah and who's the ultimate artist those are oh yeah yeah yeah. i i want to say two things so first sumugi great plot point where people are like well you're the ultimate cosplayer so you could have disguised yourself as anything and killed rentaro and she goes no there's a reason for this and so you are still kaide and you have to go to the bathroom with her and she takes kaide's clothes and puts them on and immediately turns completely red with um (laughs) <laughs> it's like cospox. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes. She's like, yeah. this is what happens when cosplayers attempt to be uh, real people. <laughs> such, a yeah. good, such a stupid plot. It's it's so a great. Stupid I loved it though. I really, I really loved the, like, like, you know, we've seen from previous games that Kaz is not afraid to uh, be wholly inappropriate. But in this case, it was just like, there was no like, TNA involved. It was just like she was just in Kaida's clothes and she was bright red. And it's yes. like, okay, well, that, that explains that. Well, and the other thing is, I love Angie a lot. She's uh, she's great. Um, she is definitely the character in the cast that uh, in high school I would have probably had a crush on. Yes. Uh, and it would have gone very badly. Uh, <laughs> but would have, would have definitely been really into Atua. Um, yeah. Just very, very, very committed to, to learning about Atua. Would have created a, a whole spinoff. Well, and I so, <laughs> ultra despair boys. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so the, the V3 cast is um, one of my favorites. Um, there's a lot of really heavy hitters in here. A lot of people I like really love, um, and I think that what's really the other really interesting thing uh, about this game is that like two you're kind of disoriented in that like you're in a high school but it's also like the high school is not uh hope's peak which is very interesting yeah Uh, it's like it's it's covered in grass there's an outdoor area Mm -hmm. i also i did like that they that they switched it like i the island is really fun and interesting i thought it was a good choice in going in this direction to make you be um, kind of enclosed again like that right. seemed like the right beat to hit and I thought that was pretty interesting like obviously the outdoors and everyone having their own ultimates lab and stuff like that is pretty is pretty interesting as a as another thing like the the excisals the robots that the mono cubs pilot around um, are are yeah. uh, are constantly rehabbing the the campus and stuff like that um, but uh, I, and I liked that but I, I did like that we were in sort of a a school again I thought that was correct for 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 this setting 
Yeah, and boy, it, it, boy, don't, aren't the Mono Cubs a fun little? Uh, <laughs> I I'm not gonna lie, I really hated the Mono Cubs for like the first like third of the game, and then I really loved the Mono Cubs. For, I like, appreciate the rest that. Of the game. Spoiler yeah. again, they killed the worst Mono Cub. Although I did yes. sort of like Mono Kid. Um, I, I liked some of his things. Uh, I liked how he was like going down a K hole and like chasing the dragon at the end. And, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. I did also like that Monodom just uh, takes the opportunity when Kaede is being put to death to also kill Mono Kid. Yes. I appreciated that. That was cool. Yes, you have you have one Mono Kid who's just uh, going beast mode on the other Mono Kids, which is uh, to try to get that, the, the Monokuma inheritance. Um, <laughs> it's 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 a lot of fun. Um, by the way, our guy—I I feel like I do this every game—but shout out once again to the the ultimate boy, Masafumi Takato, who once mm-hmm. again in his fucking bag in this fucking game. Mono um, Cup theme is very good. I I did not have to take a journey to get there like you did. I was yeah. just very happy with the with the whispered English in the background of over like Shut kind up. of like one this well i was gonna say that the the one that people really like in this one is his his banger when you get to the um because there's a few new games and stuff like that and one of them is the not uh, um the split opinion which oh, is a yeah. uh where we're like that one's wild everyone kind of like gets on different opposite sides and argues um but they, they he has a Masafumi, our, our guy, whipped up a a, a fucking banging uh, like house beat to go over the fucking top of that one, which is it's really good. Really, I, good, al- yeah. I also like how every new mode has the narrator apologizing and thanking you for your patience. Like, <laughs> yeah. Clearly aware that people are just like done with this, and he's like, "But wait, there are more modes. Like, hold yep. on." <laughs> They got rid of Hangman's Gambit, so it's fine now. They kind of did. Now it's yeah. now it's like use the spotlight to find yeah. the letters. The letters, yeah, exactly. Way better. Let me let me say. I hope yeah. they bring back. Uh, I don't think they will, but I hope they bring back half pipe snowboarding for truth. Uh-huh. This, uh, they they don't, but they do have. Um, what's kind of similar is the the driving, the night. Uh, oh, yeah, okay. which I think you got to right the the driving and the car. You know, you didn't no. have the you didn't hit the hookers of, of truth. There's <laughs> like a no. oh, okay. I thought, that, I thought that was in the first trial where there's it's like not. A, oh really? The okay, mechanics in the first trial were the split decision. Mm-hmm. There was the new sort of like it, uh, kind of like. Like, like refined sword uh, slashing game. Yeah. Um, there was the there was the new Hangman's Gambit. Mm-hmm. There was the everyone talking at once on three screens while you look for a um, oh yeah a thing to contradict, which is which was pretty interesting. I, I liked that. Yeah. Um, and then that that uh, take off like the the kind of like intensified version of the last game, which I think was actually much more fun as a rhythm game than any of the other ones where like you're trying to get them to finally confess. Oh yeah. 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 Button. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Where you have to take off their, like their armor to, to get them to confess and be vulnerable. Right. Um, I don't think there were any others. I think those were it. Yeah. And then they also have the lie mechanic is the new. Uh, oh, the lie mechanics thing. neat. Yeah. I didn't, I, I like, I'm, I'm going to have to go cause I'm not good enough at this game, but I am interested sure. in these back doors through the trials. Um, that's yeah. an interesting promise that they they're like if you use lies correctly maybe you can speed these trials along yeah th- there are ways to like 
advanced certain ways. I went back through and like did them all. I, there's not as many as the game leads you to believe. I think there's only mm. like one or two per trial, like oh, okay. extra besides yeah. like, you know, there's like one or two that you like have to do to like advance, yes. but there's like a, there's like a one or two like hidden ones where you can like sneaky get your, you get a, the, the, the lion. So I think what's most interesting and I think it's already kind of becoming apparent at the beginning of the first game, like with what's going on with Suichi and what's going on is that there is less um, hope and despair. They, they kind of got away from hope and despair in two also like hope and despair were still there, but like there was more <laughs> about it like, was both. So that was that, that, that did make it a little fraught. Right. Well, that's the thing is it kind of becomes more about future and like self was like more like kind of the thing. And Daggerupa V3 is much more convinced with this, like the dichotomy of like truth versus lie, which is like what is uh, and like, you know, fiction versus truth, which is like kind of the the thing that uh, kind of gets, you know, what Suichi is scared of, like yeah, kind of coming yeah. into the trial is that, you know, he's the ultimate detective that his job is to like cut down lies and find truth, but truth is not always pleasant. And like the entire point of trial one is he has a crush on Kaede. He figures out that Kaede is the killer and needs Kaede to basically tell him, no, you have to yeah. prove that I'm, like, or everyone's going to die if you don't do something about this right now. There's two really interesting things about that. The one yeah. is the one is that like Kaede has this moment where she's like, I have to lie in order to get people to talk about this because he's not the killer. So I have to lie. And it, it's, it's not like Makoto's lie to get Kyoko. There's no, there's not enough trust built up at that point to know that like, okay, I have to lie. Right. Um, they're still sort of building their relationship. So it's like, that's interesting. Like, why is she, that's like kind of sloppy. It feels weird. Mm -hmm. But of course, like you find out like, okay, well, she's the killer. She knows that if she doesn't get, <laughs> if she doesn't lie here. Everyone yeah. except her is going to die. That's, that's not what she wants. And right. I, I think like the other, the other interesting thing about that moment, um, of like her being like hey look it's fine you have to like unpack this mm. is it it like completely destroys the the sense of like what a protagonist is in these games which is like right because you wake up and you go to sleep with them because you sort of take on their personality or their 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 point of views right. um it feels like okay i'm i'm with this protagonist all the time which is why when when hajime is revealed to to be sort of like the ultimate ultimate despair you're like, oh my god! Like this is this is horrible. Like that's my friend and and my sort of what that's that's my character. Um, right. I like that this game introduces the idea that like you aren't even with them all the time. Like you don't know what they're doing. You can't like this character that you're controlling. Your avatar could be doing sneaky things for reasons you don't understand. Yeah, and and I want to be clear that Kaz like it's not like Kaz hides what Kaede is doing really. Like like he the, the, there's like a whole scene of her kind of like arranging the books on the bookshelf into the, like the Rube Goldberg machine. <laughs> and you're just like, Oh, what a freak she is. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's kind of like, Oh, is Kaz just doing a, a sweet cheese looking up her skirt? Oh, he's embarrassed thing. Like that's kind of what it's played as like, Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. One of Kaz's like big tricks is he he'll use pervert shit as like the sleight of hand, like distraction from like when he's like doing his thing and it works every fucking time. Because yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, he's a pervert. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, all right, fine. Just skip. Make this go. Yeah. Make this go faster. Yeah, let's go through. But well, yeah, it, 
There's, he like says stuff like because because like you know the way she kills Rantaro is she rolls you know the shot put down into the the vent, um, and but the you know I've I've gone back and played through this a billion times. Yeah. The, the way that it goes is Suichi says the monitor went off, and then Kaede's thing is I dropped what I had in my hands and ran out of the room. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, he like, goes back and shows you. There's like there's yeah. a scene early on where you're waiting yeah. for. You're waiting for the I mean the only thing I think you you can't take credit for as a player is the setting the flash. There's there's right, doesn't yeah. seem to be a moment where like they're like, oh I did that. Like but right. there's a scene in the warehouse. Mm-hmm. And like I again, like it's just it's a neat chapter because everything in it that feels clunky is then revealed to have a reason for feeling clunky. And it felt clunky when you were in the warehouse. Mm-hmm. And Shuichi's like, all right, well, I got to go uh, get these drones and stuff. You wait here, Kaede. And you're like, all right, I'll wait here. And then you just stand there, and there's like, there's nothing to do. And it's like, well, what is it? So I'm going to check all the stuff. And so you're just checking. You're like, okay, the, I guess I'll check the shot. I guess, you know, I'll check the pole vaulting things. And then, yeah. oh, yeah, well, Look, shot puts. Oh, I guess those will probably be the murder weapon. All right, whatever. Like, yeah. move on. And sure. the, but the scene will not move on until you, as Kaede, click on the shot put. And it's right. it's just like when you when you go back and look at it, you're like, oh my god, like, that, yeah, that's <laughs> what a mess. Our, our boy, our boy, our boy was tricking us. So he, did. he yeah, he he made us complicit. Yeah. I, I think it's 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 a really brutal. Also, just on top of everything, it is by far the most brutal execution to date. Like like oh yeah, bar none. Like very upsetting and like problematic and graphic. Like there's there's just, zero there's zero um, levity to it. Yes, no. It's like usually there's something like kind of funny or kind of like this one is just straight up horrific of just like Kaede being like. Uh, garroted and while like they uses her body to play the piano and then like she gets crushed by like a fucking it's really really fucking brutal yeah, and, she's hung until dead and then crushed by an iron maiden piano um, yeah and mono kid is thrown in at the end too yes it's 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 pretty brutal and it's just you know there's a lot of things going on there you kind of it's kind of an interesting trial because you do get kind of a chance to see how everyone else, like obviously besides Rantaro is like interplaying and it does give you like a good like baseline for like the other characters. Cause yeah. you do get so much time with Kaede that you kind of get to know her. So her being removed is not like, <laughs> uh, uh, like on the other hand, it, it is like, okay, it's not like, Oh, I didn't even get a chance to <laughs> see get what to know her. is yeah. like. Yeah. You're more just like bummed out that Kaede is gone. And yeah. Like, and- you and really I, feel for Shuichi, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, absolutely. Really a, a, like a, a, a big thing into Shuichi and how much Shuichi cared about Kaede and like what a fucking awful thing that is to like happen to him right off the bat. It's also, I think also what's cool about it is like you get this, you get the sense of um, like there, there's a kind of like larger link between everyone because it, it, mm-hmm. It kind of evades the central problem in in Danganronpa, which is like, okay, so is there a mastermind that's like one of us? If so, how could we ever trust each other? And then you have like two or three chapters where people are like, well, I don't trust anyone, like, mm-hmm. which happened in one, or like people being like, I think you know such and such is the is the mastermind. So it's it's definitely Nagito, and you know whatever, right? Right. Um, in this one, it's like, okay, there's a mastermind, but but like 
that makes us doubt everyone. And you're saying one of us is the killer. Well, that makes us doubt each other too. And then it's the person who's been saying like, all right, let's just do some unity who not only is the killer, but also killed in order to try to get everyone out. So everyone's like, well, that, that was a good reason to do what you did. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sorry it didn't work. And now we all trust each other. And it's just, it's a really interesting way to build that kind of unity without any of the sort of like caveats of like, oh, but we all hate each other too. Cause like, who knows who could like be, be next to kill. Yeah. I, I mean, I, that's what that makes this one so brutal is that like Kaede really is like, she really is the protagonist of the first chapter. Like she does kind mm-hmm. of bind everyone together. Everyone like pretty much respects her. Um, and like, just not, you know, like she really is, you know, she commits the murder out of a, you know, a sense of trying to like help everyone and trying to like, yeah. you know, end this thing like before it starts and, you know, just for it to like go down the way it does, what well, does is just such a like brutal, you know, uh, thing on Shuichi, you know? And I think it's, I think what's really interesting about this one is that we're already seeing it in this one, but like, you know, kind of um, in past games, the competence is kind of laid on other characters. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, you know, like yeah, we've talked Kyoko, about this. Yeah, like, yeah, Kyoko and Byakuya are kind of guiding you in one, and then you have like um, Nagito and Chiaki will kind of you know do similar things in two. Chaos Nagito, yeah, yeah. You know, he'll, he'll like move it along, but like in this game, like you know, it, it, they really do do like it it really is clear suichi is the ultimate detective like he is able to like reason a lot of this stuff yeah he like he's definitely he notices stuff that like the player notices i think which is like cool because i feel like there were times with makoto and hajime where i was like okay wait i know where this is going but hajime doesn't yet like right how do i I, gotta get him there um i did i did like that as well head son yeah Yeah, like hajime come on like did you notice the yeah exactly but yeah he, he writes, yeah, I was going to say, so, so Suichi's written a lot better. Like, well, I don't want to say a lot better, but he's written, you know, a lot more interesting, like where he's like, his talent is accounted for, I guess I should mm-hmm. say, where he's like, yeah. he's one of the more competent protagonists for sure, just because of that. But like, what is, what he's like fighting is like, not his own competence, but like himself and kind of believing right. in his own ability to, you know, discern things. And you, you know, you kind of see at the end of the trial that Kaido kind of has to step up and like encourage him to like, you know, believe in himself. Well, well you know, shake punch him, him in the face, punch him in the face. Yes, exactly. But, you know, getting him back on track because if he's yeah. not, you know, he's, you know, at risk of, you know, falling into despair and not being of any use to anyone. And I think kind of recognizes that they're going to need Shuichi for like what's coming. Um, yeah. You know, like in terms of like the killing game and how that always, how that always like plans out for oh boy, for the ultimate sleepy boys. The ultimate, the ultimate, the ultimate, uh, the ultimate so sleepy boys slumbering under covers. You know, I'm something of a Chiaki Nanami myself. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a gamer boy who gets sleepy and takes sleepy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I <laughs> but no, no. I, I yep. think like, I think the, you know, the, the other thing, and I, I, I hate to say this cause like, I will say this is like definitely the best written of the game so far. Like in, mm just in terms of like setup in terms of dialogue in terms of everything it's just like it's it's excellent um i think like there's 
an argument that Kaz kind of knew himself with this and realized like this is as far as I can really believably go with a female protagonist. Mm-hmm. Like as much as I loved that he was switching it up and we had Kaede, mm-hmm. I think there's an extreme risk of Kaede becoming like a magical pixie girl. Yes. Like, <laughs> just like right. everyone loves Kaede, the girl who is the perfect girl. Mm-hmm. Um like I don't that wouldn't have been interesting either. Um, yeah. It also might just be Kaz recognizing his own like limitations as a writer because that's kind of what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he's like a per- you know I'm a pervert. I can't trust myself to write a woman. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like I don't think I don't think this is like I can. I, he's like you know I could do this believably if it's like you know there, there there are moments of sincerity, but a lot of these characters are caricatures unless they're kind of a blank slate, which right. which is like not a bad way to write, especially in a game like this. But like recognizing yeah. like okay you've you've taken one of the characters that otherwise would have been in the cast mm-hmm. and you've given her the protagonist role. Like you, this is going to last one chapter before it, you run out of steam on this one. Cause she's not a blank slate. She has like a worked out personality mm-hmm. and that, and Shuichi has a worked out talent, but he doesn't have a worked out personality. And I think that's really where Kaz thrives in like thinking about protagonists. Yes, absolutely. Well, and just in terms of like, in terms of characters, you know, because he does, you know, we've talked, we've talked about this in some of the other parts, but just like he kind of operates in this, this world of, you know, hyperbolic, um, you, you know, um, what, what, what would you say? Like, uh, tropes, um, you yeah, know, on the surface. Yeah. And that's like the point of his ultimate things, but then also kind of giving his, the, the depth of his characters is having them kind of work off of the themes and like, you know, kind of some of these more, like fucked up and like mean things. And I think that as he goes along those, like in part of the reason I love V3 so much is these, these themes get more and more and more explicitly like tied to the real world as like he yeah, goes along, yeah. like, like, you know, they, they become more and more direct. Like at first it's like Junko is kind of a, cause you know, Junko is sort of a, at least in my opinion, sort of a stand in for, um, yeah, adolescent despair in particular, like yeah, it's nihilism. It's adolescent nihilism. nihilism. Like, yeah, it matters. Like, right. Yeah. Like my life is over before it began. Like you know, I'm gonna kill myself. I'm gonna do this. Yeah, you know, like this uh-huh. is you know, like she's the voice of you know, this is nothing is you know, nothing is ever going to turn out right. But then, like as you know, as the games go along, too, is like a little bit you know, more explicit in how it like faces the camera where there's these sections where Chiaki is looking at you going, I'm not a real girl. I'm a girl in a video game, but I believe in you and you can take something from that. Can't you? And then turning back to the script, Hajime. Yeah. And at the same point, he sort of like, he, he definitely understands his, right. he understands like the, the tricks he knows well, right? Like he understands right. what he can do well. And like the thing he can do well is the, it's the thing with I'm gonna I forget her name already, but the 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 nurse in um the ultimate nurse in, in two Mikan? yeah Mikan's yeah, thing yeah. where it's like oh Mikan's such a like a goofy ditz or whatever and then like her real personality comes out and it's just like this awful sort of like cruelty and it's like oh my god like that's surprising like the the the, the mask dropped and it was upsetting and he knows he knows how to do that the mask dropped and it was upsetting the mask dropped and it was like it was insightful it was sad it, it made me happy like mm-hmm. he does that well but i think like what i'm interested in in v3 and i'm interested in seeing more of is like how how he's sort of challenging himself within that framework and there's like these mm-hmm. these moments where it's like okay look like i know i could do that but 
here's a way to do it that's going to be take me into totally uncharted waters um i think this chapter totally does like the the end being poor shuichi listening to debussy and uh and being sad while the ghost of coyote plays on the piano is uh it's pretty rough it's, yeah. they make our boy take his hat off and yeah that, i guess yeah because he he doesn't like to look people in the eye because he's afraid of truth yeah. um i That's do like true. I, will, I won't keep you too much longer because we're almost at an hour. The, and then. the, 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 uh, the Ahoge reveal is very important, though. Chuichi, <laughs> he had he had an Ahoge on underneath the entire time. This is so fucked up. <laughs> I think I think it was cool that uh, that when he took his hat off, he was also wearing a yarmulke. Chuichi, um, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? And it said "Representation Matters" on it. Um, yeah, it's so cool. That's so it, cool. It's, so, it. it's really cool. Um, can I t- can I tell you that? Um, there's a lot of really funny things online where there's like jokes about Hajime and Makoto being like the Chad protagonists and Suichi being the virgin one. And there's like a really funny art someone did of like, there's the wiki how about like T posing on kids oh, yeah. for dominance. And they've like, they've put Makoto and Sui, uh, Makoto and, and Hajime <laughs> in there T posing and Suichi's curled up in the corner crying while they T pose on him, which is very, very funny. I love no, I mean, it, 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 it works. I mean, Suichi is, is, is kind of pathetic but like yeah i think that boy yeah i think that like what he's pathetic about though is is really mm-hmm. it's cool to talk about for a detective game right where like <laughs> this question of the truth and all the all the games talk about this but like to have yeah. a character actually paralyzed by it is really interesting this idea mm-hmm. that like when you reveal the truth it might not be good like you might not feel good about what you've uncovered you might not feel good about the result yeah. you've given or the 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 outcomes that you've sort of pushed forward and like I think, you know, most good detective fiction deals with that. I think the idea of a detective being like, I hate what I'm good at because when I reveal something, it usually ruins someone's life is pretty smart. Yeah. Well, and, you know, like, again, I hate I, I crowd booing everyone throwing tomatoes at me. But from a leftist perspective, but, you know, but from a leftist perspective, this is the this is the thing that like annoys everyone like right like is is like well you know that the uh you know this is uh you know people are uh being murdered for this and everyone's like well i don't want to think about that F- fuck you you know like i don't want to <laughs> yeah like, i don't want to do that like the, the american chauvinism like is kind of the you know you need the illusion right like because if you think about what you know what misery goes on in the world to kind of make our little world perfect it, right it, it, it's bad you know yeah it messes with and like yeah. but even, even in terms of like having to think about it in, in terms of complexities like i, I saw like yeah. a, a, an and an eve barlow post where she said you know cliff's notes were the good guys right. in, in barlow's <laughs> case that means israel um yes. <laughs> but like it, for anyone who isn't permanently on twitter uh yeah. it's good for you Stay yeah up. i was gonna say if you don't uh, know that name you're you've lived a charmed life you've Please done a great job to, you, you are you are the blessed one yes. um but like <laughs> What struck me about that, I mean, like, obviously I have a lot of political problems with that, but like what struck yeah. me with it from just like the standpoint of just like, wow, how do you live that life is like to be able to say, like, I'm the good guy in this scenario is something that I think like 95 percent of Americans are happy doing, um, even leftists. Yeah. Like it, it's not yes. it's not even a judgment. It's just like it's how we were all brought up to be like to be able to say, like, these are good guys. These are bad guys. But like yeah. ultimately you can't. It, it like a geopolitical context outside of some very specific instances you you can't do that like you there aren't good and bad guys 
Well, um, and, there are some I, bad guys, but <laughs> I mean, the thing I've I've been reading the, the Malazan um, like fantasy books right now, and I'm, I'm mm-hmm. thrilled with them. I think they're so good. And you know, this I found out that the, the guy who writes them is a historian and anthropologist, and that makes a oh, lot okay. of sense because like a lot of what he does is like perspective and kind yeah. of you know like what you know what makes you think you're the good guy, what makes you think you're the bad guy, and like. You know, no matter what side you are on, you know, even the most pure, you know, even the most cut and dry good guys case or bad guys case, there is something that you need to kind of go away. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you need yeah. to kind of like you need, you do need to kind of hand wave away a truth somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there, needs to be an obs- there needs to be some sort of obfuscation to kind of give you the um what's the, the kind of drive to you know kind of have the have the perspective that you do and decide yeah. you know otherwise you'd just be paralyzed you'd you'd be a matty iglesias or like a fucking megan mccardle like well it's true that you'd be doing the drilled drunk driving tweet like at all times like you know you know it, it, it gets me to it gets me to work on time so who can say if it's good or bad you can say if it's good or bad you know you'd yeah. always be you'd always be doing that so you do need to like make some decisions and i you know, at a certain point, it, there does need to be like, you do need to be able to say to yourself, you know, this, where it's not necessarily truth or a lie, but it is like the, how important this is, is a lie. You know what I'm saying? This mm-hmm. is technically true, but it does not matter in the same way that something else does. And that is kind of yep. the truth lie dichotomy is the, the, the lie is that is someone telling me that this, that there's a false equivalence between these two things that I know to be, you know, true. Right. And I think that uh, again, my, my theory that Kaz is a closet leftist is that, you know, he kind of is already playing with this, you know, one, one trial into v3 and well yeah and i mean this is definitely i think like if we're talking about hope despair in the first one and futurity yeah. and present in the or like potential and and uh you know mm-hmm. past in the second one I, we're already talking about truth and fiction or truth and truth and lies in this one and i think mm-hmm. like you know kaede's whole speech to shuichi I mean, in retrospect, is so obviously a like when I go when I'm about to retire, my wife and I are going to go around yeah, the world right. in our boat and live forever. Yeah, right, right. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to uh, be your I'm going to be your girlfriend and play you piano to, just as soon as we catch the mastermind in this trial, the first talk, trial in the game. Don't talk crazy, Kaede. <laughs> uh, McBade, <laughs> McShuichi. <laughs> Bane is a detective. Um, yeah, that's true. Uh, that's true. <laughs> I brought a detective to help Homer. Is it Shuichi? No, Shuichi is a detective. <laughs> you got to get the Simpsons and the the Danganronpa thing. Yeah, Danganronpa. Yeah, I'm glad we can finally become famous. Uh, yeah. But the um, yeah, like the I think like you know that that speech is really about like it's it's not even so much like you know, Shuichi, you need to find the objective truth in the world. It really is like, you got to kind of say what's in front of your eyes and not just say it's not there because you're worried about the outcome of it. Like pointing out what's true and false and like what's real and like what, what you see and value is like the only way you actually can live a life. And I think that's like, that's a fairly stark divergence from the first two games. Cause the first two games are at core about uh, I mean, in the action of the games, if not necessarily the meeting are at core, about finding the truth, about finding like what happened and uncovering it. And then at the end, like I would say in 80% of the trials, it's someone being like, oh, you got me. Like, yeah, shoot. 
Yeah, right. Exactly. And this already we're sort of like, yeah, that's that's not happening here, which is um I mean, it's off-putting. It, again, like going back to the first the way we opened, it's it's not it's not comfortable within Danger Grandpa, but it is it is impressive. Like it's it's definitely I would say like it probably is the most impressive trial to me so far. Um yeah. I think he comes out swinging here. This is this is my favorite. I, I will say this is probably one of my f- favorite trials. There's like a, a, a trial tier. There's trial four and five in this Danganronpa are mm-hmm. also very good. Two five is another. I think two five is probably my favorite. Two five is great. Yeah, the Nagito, Nagito Chiaki trial and excellent. Yeah, yeah perfect trial. Yeah. Really good. Perfect. Is it, that's that's probably the best one. But then V three um, one, V three four, and V three five are all really good in this one. And I'm like, I'm really. Uh, I'm really excited for you to get a little bit more into this one because this is like a very polarizing game for reasons that I understand, but I also, for those same reasons, I think it's what makes it Kaz's most ambitious game. Um, it's a game where you have to play the other two games to like for it to make sense and like what yeah. he's doing to like the same thing where like you have to play Danganronpa one to know like to totally understand what's going on in Danganronpa 2. Absolutely. Yeah. It's continuance. Yeah. It's like, it very much is like, everything's like kind of built off of itself. And this, this one is like very, very important. And I'm, uh, I'm really excited for you to uh, see where this one goes. No, I am too. I think, I think ultimately like I, you know, I had like, I definitely had a moment playing this one where I was just like, Oh, I feel like, like, especially like I did the two hours for the trial. It is also like, the longest Hearst trial of all of them, far and away. And case, I think this chapter one is like far and away the longest. Um, I didn't see word counts or anything, but like mm-hmm. it's a journey. Um, right. But it's a good journey. But like, you know, the trial itself is a good like two hours of gameplay. And it's like you get to the end and it's just like, oh my God, like, yeah, that was a lot. But it, it really like it's a quick turnaround for me and thinking like, you know what? Like, I'm upset that the character I really like had to die. And like, you know, they really, they really sort of like rung me out on that. On the other hand, I think like it's, I I find it really admirable when artists um, are willing to do stuff like this and willing to sort of like go outside of what they know is going to be successful, especially when they're already successful, right? Like Danganronpa is a thing. Like it's not like people are going to stop, the fandom the, if anything they'll just be like oh i don't play v3 i don't like that one and that's it like that's all that happens and kaz kind of knows that and like it's just like you know what i'm gonna actually i'm gonna end it with a bang and i think i i respect that a lot i think that's a really cool thing it's very funny to me that like the i i think people like liked rain code more than v3 because v3 is like kind of a safer like v3 kind of is just dang and rompa like again but like in a safer you know, you know what i'm saying you mean raincoat raincoat sorry what did i was <laughs> like this is going against what, what sam said about v3 for the last year and a half no no, no, uh, yeah, sorry, no yeah, raincoat. raincoat's a safer yeah yeah, yeah. yeah raincoat's like like a you know it's like a very safe um, you know, it's, it's V3, you know, it, it's giving people the Danganronpa gameplay and it's, you know, it's got like fun twists. It's like good, but it's not, it does not take anywhere near the risks that like, and subversions that like V3 does like throughout the, the gameplay that like really make it special. And I'm, I'm excited for you to see, cause I remember yeah. finishing V3 and I was like, I like had to put it down for like a couple of days because I was like I was like annoyed. I was like I like Kaede. I, who the fuck is Suichi? I hate this. I don't I don't <laughs> want to play this little fucking virgin nerd. I don't like him. 
And uh, boy, was I wrong. I do love my I love my beautiful Suichi by the end of the game. I will say that it so. is it, it's it's really interesting because like she yeah. is he he basically like in a lab made the person that any Dank and Rampa player is just like yes I would have gotten to know her she would have been my in game girlfriend and, like, right that's exactly. my protagonist it's like okay yeah. well she's not there she's dead now. Uh, she's gone. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> Had a wife, but she's dying. But she's okay. But she's dying. She's uh, dying. The um, I think the last thing I'll I'll I'll, I'll stop with so I can get you off to to Dreamland, Sam is um, uh, I, I, and myself. I you know I love to sleep. Right. Um, it's just like this. We no. Listen. This is how we. This is one of the reasons we bonded. This is one of the reasons we're friends. Um, the lovely the lovely Sandman himself. We, we we love uh, exchanging notes on sleep. Trevor and I, first thing we wake up, we send each other some notes. Like, yeah, uh, another no, caught caught some caught some bodacious disease last night, my man. And then he'll thumbs up that and say, "I also was sawing some wood like nobody's business." And it's just our, our tweet thread is just that back and forth every morning at yeah. eight a.m. for uh, a year. So yes, yeah. it's it's a it's a it's a. Uh, you know, it's an archive of a, of a really important uh, series of, of of ideas and moments in time, and I'm I'm proud of it. Um, our, our sleep book club is fucking <laughs> popping off. It's, it's awesome. Everyone, everyone sleep last night. Yeah, it's like it's imagining the one person being like, "Did it all nighter?" And everyone thumbs down. Yeah, thumbs like, down. That's exactly what I'm thinking. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, 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 the rest, yeah, the restful sleeper caught a nice nine hours last night. <laughs> Um, uh, the celestial seasonings bear. I was very cozy in my chair. Got eleven hours. It's like the all night Adderall enjoyer. Uh, only got three hours and nine hundred thumbs downs <laughs> and one gun emoji on the new on the new thing. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but the, one, the one thing else I'll, I'll leave everyone with is the thing that i'm intrigued by which is the uh little memorial uh we get for kaede at the very start of chapter two mm-hmm. um it opens up with this little memorial and a and a, a, a candles burning and it's people who we don't know saying i wish they would have been able to survive for this world um we don't know what that's about that's uh, that's something to something to think on. Who are those people? Why are they outside? Uh, there's this giant wall, and it seems like the whole world's, you know, dead. Why are, why are there people talking about this? This is uh, why why was Kaede hooked up to a giant machine at the beginning? What's what are we what are we to make of all this? Uh, much like the much like the digital footprint in uh, in V two, uh, I do not or in two. I don't want anyone to forget about this. I want people to remember that this stuff is here. Um, yes. It's uh, it's very interesting, and let me just say he uh, he keeps doing that. He really does keep doing that. So he is uh, everything else is straightforward. Yeah. Chapter two starts to like here's a little book uh, explains the plot a little bit better for you. He uh, he's he's in, I, I like I I don't want to give anything away because I think it's it's like so important. But like um, he's he's really in his bag for this one. Um, chapter three sucks again, which is a, a fun, a fun little uh, continuation of tradition. That's a, that's a lovely, that's a great little uh, Easter egg. Maybe we should yeah. do two and three for next week so we yeah. can actually get past three. Yeah, um, I was gonna say if we if we want it like that that I mean if if you are able to like grind that out because as you said the chapters so. are a little a little longer that that would probably be good to to 
put have something together. with chapter three the chapter yeah. three episodes are always just so depressing it's like yeah. sucked <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was it was kind of an annoying uh you know trial two is two is a great trial um three is not as good of a trial both two and three lack um kind of the talking points that one have so i think okay. we can probably come back to those pretty easily but then great. four and five definitely can stand on their own as, okay cool um, as episodes so and six um, we'll, we'll like we'll we'll put that into five right so we you, you never chapter six you never have to talk about too long yeah you never know there's nothing, they're, they're, nothing they're going super on short. chapter six yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're not especially, going on especially v3 chapter yeah six. The, the, the concluding chapter of the game Every, I everybody loves it everybody loves it we'll just <laughs> everyone, say it everyone was thinks good. it's great yeah everyone thinks it was good so the first fine. thing the first thing for for danganronpa 3 v3 if you look up if you look up danganronpa v3 on google the first question is does danganronpa v3 ruin the series <laughs> yeah. yeah that's how people feel about it i'm not, I'm like i'm not kidding people think it like ruins the series which is yeah, insane to me it's just like, like just chill everyone nothing can go and retroactively ruin things for you just say it's not canon and then you you don't have to worry about it um yeah sam where's your where's your celtics confidence level where are you at how are you feeling about your c's I mean, they're, 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 they keep on winning in the regular season, so we will we will see. It's basically going to be is Chris Esposing is healthy and um, come the playoffs, and uh, we won't know that for six months. So I'm trying not to like make myself insane now. I'm kind of I've like kind of become like a fantasy book guy right now, but I'm also mm-hmm. like making myself read like literature in between. So like I'm in Ooh, this very weird... reading this literature. So I uh, I just finished today. I just finished the fourth Malazan book, um, House of Chains. Very nice. And very now nice. I'm now I'm finishing the Bell Jar by Sylvia Plath. Oh, <laughs> two, yeah. Two books that go to go together splendidly. Well, I, I've they're always I've always fun. said the Bell Jar is one of my favorite foundational uh, pieces of fantasy literature. Yes, um, <laughs> I've always said you know there's there's two there's 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 the noble savage Carson Orlong and the noble savage Esther Greenwood. The two of them uh, just go together like. Uh, Peas in a pod. So. I gotta say that was one yeah. of the most depressing books I ever taught. And I think most yeah. I taught the Bell Jar one time, and I think everyone was like, "This is horrible." Did people actually do this? And I was like, "Yeah, no, this is it's all true." Like, yeah, oh my God. I was gonna say I I I'm uh, not to uh, not to uh, I don't know virtue signal or whatever, but I, it is like a very I, I see why it's like uh, you kind of like, especially like modern feminist literature is mm-hmm. it does have like a voice that I feel like is very, um, I don't know. It, it just given some of my female friends and kind of what they tell me, you know, it is like being a, uh, uh, a young woman. It seems mm-hmm. like uh, it's very, uh, a lot of people know. ignoring your opinions and saying what, what was right about you and what is wrong about you. Exactly. Well, and just, you know, the, the performance, the aspect, you know, the, mm-hmm. uh, the, you know, there's the. I was about to say the, the near automata thing, but I guess the uh, it's not a near automata thing. It is a third wave feminism thing. It's literally Simone de Beauvoir. The, with the, the, the near automata character is a is a is supposed to be Simone de Beauvoir. So the, the, the near automata protagonist, uh, Simone de Beauvoir. We all remember how near automata invented the concept of the male gaze and how to be a woman is to perform. So. Just I love I love the book The Sex That Is Not Two A, Two A or A Two. That is the yeah. question. Um, the, the Bronte sisters were Two B, Two Bronte. <laughs> Bronte. <laughs> yeah. um, 
Sometimes you got two Brontes. Sometimes you got two Brontes. Well, I, I mean, I, I will say I admire your Celtics approach. I, I saw someone saying after they saw a chart about how good the Sixers are this year, the Trill posted. I saw them quote tweet it with, they still can't beat the Celtics and they can't get out of the second round. So who cares? Um, mm-hmm. Which like that hasn't happened yet. We haven't seen the second round yet. So that seems like, seems like you shouldn't, you should make yourself happy instead of sad. I, Celtic, I'm telling you right now, if the Celtics don't have Porzingis, the Sixers can absolutely beat them. I've been saying it like all year. So I mean, the Sixers are not, good again. They're fun again. Yeah, we're having a good time as Sixers fans again. This is nice. As Sam is a Sixers fan. Yeah, Daryl's going to make a trade. It's happening. I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah. Now, now that he's extended, he's going to make many trades. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, here. I will see you again next week. Thanks for uh, thanks for being here, Sam. Thanks for being here, everyone else. Uh, go play. <laughs> Uh, a visual novel. If, if if it's not this one, go play go play some visual novel. Uh, there, there's many. Um, I I recently. Oh, looks like they. Uh, oh, they're they're gonna make it soon. Um, I I recently beat the the um, the Curse of the Golden Idol, which is um, really fun, and I think I think oh. you would enjoy uh, oh. if you like if you like reading stuff. Uh, so I so do. give give that a try if you're looking for a fun uh, mystery slash visual novel. Um, not quite a visual novel. It's a little different, but it's it's, mm-hmm. it's good. Um, looks like they're making a sequel called The Rise of the Golden Idol, which is very exciting. Um, if you're uh, if you're a high fantasy guy, check out Malazan Book of the Fallen by Stephen Erickson. Uh, is really that the first one? Book. The, the first one is called Gardens of the Moon. The entire okay. series is called uh, Malazan Book of the Fallen. But uh, really, yeah. really interesting series. Um, the first you spend most of the first two books having no real idea of what's going on and just kind of he because he just is allergic he's like allergic to exposition which is just just enjoying the stuff will happen and you just kind of have to figure out what's where yeah you just have to like figure out what's going on but he uh three and four um the the third one is like probably one of my favorite books of fantasy like fantasy i've ever read like i think I think probably my favorite like high fantasy book has probably been Storm of Swords. Like the first time I read Storm of Swords, it like really blew my mind. That's a um, really good book. I like <laughs> and I really like Dune. Oh yeah, Dune. Dune was the one that really nailed it for me. Like Dune, I just I couldn't put that down. I loved Dune. Um, I will I will recommend Dune to people as much as I'll recommend J.R. or Moby Dick, which is it's probably not in my top three novels, but it's it's one I recommend just as much. Like t- definitely top ten. So I'll check Miles on because you like Dune. So that that makes it that makes me believe yeah. you. All right, man. Yes, no, Dune. It's 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 similar. It's similar for sure. It's similar. Right. Eh? Well, well, thank you. And thank you. It's and, uh, it's, it's it's got similar themes. It's got similar history themes. Sorry, similar guild-based themes. Falling apart here at the end. No, this is good. This <laughs> is this this shows everyone what's sleepy. This is this, this is going to be great in the morning. Text <laughs> fell right asleep after our session last night. It slept like a baby. <laughs> yes, I can't. I can't wait to fucking uh, to fucking ban um, the uh, the Adderall fool for uh, once again only getting two hours of sleep. Oh, so. he's he's had his warnings. <laughs> he's out of here. Yeah, he's out of here. We're gonna get him boys. the fuck out of the chat. <laughs> Yeah, the sleep. We're, we're, we're doing the R.I.P. Bo- we're doing the R.I.P. Bozo gif on him. Ha 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 ha
Thanks for listening to No Cartridge. If you'd like to support us further, please consider going to patreon.com slash no cartridge or for a one-time donation, paypal.me slash Hegelbon, H-E-G-E-L-B-O-N. It's really, really helpful for all of us to be able to support uh, the many people who make the show, uh, you know, myself included, but also our producers and various co-hosts um, and, and writers and artists. Thank you so much for listening. Please remember to like, subscribe, share, any of those things that would let other people get the quality video game analysis that you've grown accustomed to.